Well, hello everyone and welcome to Health Chats Among Friends. My name is Deidre Kindred. I'm a nurse advocate, educator, and navigator. And tonight on Health Chats Among Friends, I have my good friend and fellow advocate, Angie Galatis here. So Angie, say hi to everyone and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, thank you Deidre for having me on your show. This is such a delight and I'm so happy to join you today to talk about uh, Medical Advocacy Plus and our services. Awesome. Well, I am so happy to have you here. So um, tell us a little bit about why you started Medical Advocacy Plus and then we'll go into what it is you guys do and where you serve and all that good stuff. Okay, sure. Well, uh, my background is I'm a former speech language pathologist, worked for over 30 years in the medical field. Um, I always preferred the medical aspect as a speech pathologist. You could do, you know, one or two venue, you know, areas. You could be a, you know, more in the education school, or you could do more of the medical and always like the medical. So for over 30 years, that's what I've been doing and working in different settings from hospitals to universities, to teaching hospitals, inpatient, outpatient, acute care, home health. And so I was able to get um, a large variety of experience with mostly adult neurogenics. So Mm -hmm. the population is stroke, you know, TBI, Mm -hmm. um, Parkinson's, dementia, Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. um, And then in my latter 10 years, I was fortunate to work solely with a, in tandem with a laryngologist, which is an ENT that specializes in the throat. And so I helped develop her program um, with the voice and swallowing program at um, a clinic here in Houston. Um, So we worked together uh, with patients who had problems with voice and swallowing, swallowing problems. Mm -hmm. So as an advocate, um, after I've worked in the field of speech pathology for 30 years, I found that um, either helping my family with uh, some of their needs and their medical needs, in addition to working with my clients for the past 30 years, they needed a lot more than the very specified area of speech pathology. Mm -hmm. And I kept seeing that there was so much more that I could offer them So I decided to look into patient advocacy. So I uh, took the board certification course and at a university of Miami, and then I went on to take the board exam and became a board certified patient advocate in March of, well, no, October of 2019, launched my business. Yeah. In March of um, 2020. So yay, COVID. But that's okay. I learned yeah, a lot during yeah. that year and everybody needed healthcare, you know, advice at that time and guidance. And so I do like to help people with chronic and complex diseases. Yeah. Um, and also those who have trouble, you know, navigating the elder care needs. I find that a large population, uh, some people call it the sandwich generation, but the people who are maybe midlife, and they're busy, committed professionals. They don't have time to take care of themselves, mm-hmm. nor do they have time to navigate their own parents. Ah. And so they themselves may be having an early onset of a chronic or disease such as diabetes, or uh, that can lead to, as you know, cardiovascular disease, stroke, mm-hmm. um, can lead to some cognitive problems and autoimmune diseases. So if I can catch those guys early, 
before it becomes a more chronic disease, that would be terrific. But they're so busy, they don't have time to even know that we exist. Mm -hmm. So, um, and the elder care, I find they really need a lot of help navigating their care because uh, it's a lot. As you know, the healthcare system is super challenging, complex, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they just need someone to guide them and educate them about either their disease, their medical bills, or how they can um, get more out of their doctor's appointments or just organize their their medical history. Right. So, yeah, I, I, so that's what I mean by chronic and our complex diseases dealing more with like your autoimmune disease. Um, so brain injury, swallowing, mm-hmm. autoimmune and head and neck cancer are really my areas of specialty. Um, but I also have a very uh, special interest in, you know, wellness and advocating and prevention of care. So you right. can prevent some of these diseases. Right. You're a well-rounded advocate. I will say that. <laughs> I do think <laughs> it's a little unique coming from a speech pathology background. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people uh, think of speech as only talking. And there's a lot more to speech yes. pathology that has broadened my experience. And it has a lot to do with um, chronic disease. Why do you right. have strokes? Why do you um, have dementia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, mm-hmm. ALS? You know. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and there's so much. And then sometimes people don't know what they just don't know. So that's why advocacy is such a new industry. Because when I encounter people, a lot of times they're like, I didn't know you existed, you know. So (laughs) we're on a mission as, you know, advocates in general to be able to spread the word that we do exist and that we provide so many, a plethora, I like that word, a plethora <laughs> of services from different backgrounds because coming from speech uh, pathology, I know you're aware of that. It, it some of the things that people don't know is swallowing and you know nutrition comes with that. You know, so it's mm-hmm. a lot that goes into it. You know, it's more than just speaking. Uh, exactly. And, and then also when you deal with swallowing with some of these people with either an end-stage um, end stage disease comes into the talk about feeding tubes. So then we're getting into advanced oh, directives, yeah. right to live and, and things like that. That's where actually, well, I've dealt with it throughout my career, but it especially hit home with my grandmother who needed, they were trying to decide about the feeding tube versus mm-hmm you know, should we not do a feeding tube and knowing the difference between, oh, well, the feeding tube is not permanent. If it's just to get her over this hump of this illness, then it's okay. If it's a feeding tube and to extend her life when there's no quality of life, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and advocacy is all about you know, looking at the whole person and what's down the road, three months, six months, nine months down the line, because lots of times I feel like in acute care situations, it's just focusing on this right here. What are we going to do right here about this problem? But it's a whole conglomerate of other things and issues that come into play. Yes. And the thing I always ask, even in my advocacy work is what was your pre-morbid status? What were they like before this illness? or this yes. disease, or has it progressed? Or, or were they like a traumatic brain injury? 
is usually a sudden injury. And so they were probably independent before. And then they don't realize, even if it's a, I call them my mild traumatic brain injury. So someone who's had a concussion or um, had um, a blow to the head, but not unconscious for a a long amount of time, they can't realize, they can't figure out why they can't organize and do the things they could do on their job before or manage their household. And so that's when we can come in and try to help them. Like you said, there's a whole picture, like where's it affecting your life? Who can you go see and what resources can we get them to so they can live the best life ever? Absolutely. It's about quality. (laughs) It's about Mm -hmm. quality. And everybody's definition is different, you know? So Mm -hmm. I knew when my mom um, ended up being diagnosed finally uh, with Parkinson's, it was Parkinson's and MS, actually, oh. and swallowing difficulty. That's a big thing, especially when you like to eat. <laughs> like, well, that's that's one of your uh, life, you know, life. It's it's a simple pleasure, but it's a life pleasure. Absolutely. 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 So are you based in Houston? I am. I am based okay. in Houston, although... I can treat nationally uh, if it can be virtual. If it's someone who needs to definitely be, you know, as they say here in Texas, boots on the ground, Mm -hmm. then yeah, I prefer to just work within the greater Houston area. But if it's something that can be done virtually, I had a patient that had MS and they needed some, um, they needed some guidance as far as some insurance because they were on a a patient um, assistance program. Okay. And I could do all that virtually. I have another patient that has celiac disease and they're in another state and I help guide them, prepare them for the doctor's appointments. We get their lab, her labs, you know, every, I think it's about every six months now. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of go through them and just highlight mm-hmm. the red flags and what to follow up with her doctor and mm-hmm. things like that. Yes. So it d- depends. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. tell me about a... When should a client consider calling you? I mean, give me an um, example. I know so many disease processes that have to do with swallowing, but typically, when should a client or someone in the sandwich generation reach out to you? At what moment is there? Yeah, I would prefer it not to get to where it's the crisis mode when they're in the hospital and they're thinking, oh my gosh, I, I don't know where yeah. to send my mother because she's had the stroke and I need to get her out. Although, although I understand understand and appreciate, you don't really have much choice in that situation. Right. Some of these diseases that occur with like stroke or a head injury or any brain injury, they can come on suddenly. Heart attack, yeah. they can come on suddenly. So those folks, I understand. Um, and they are in a crisis mode of where to send their family member or themselves or their child. Um, but if it's not in a crisis mode, I would love for people to reach out. Let's just say they go to their doctor, they go to the internal medicine and they start to see some trending in the wrong direction. Their blood pressure is getting a little bit high. Their blood sugars are starting to get a little out of control. They have not been diagnosed with diabetes. They mm-hmm. have been diagnosed with high blood pressure or anything like that, but they just noticed some changes. And they get the typical handout that you get, like preventative ways. Well, start mm-hmm. exercising more and mm-hmm. watch your calorie intake. Yeah. Um, so to catch those diseases early, 
and get on track. So I can either, if I have to send them out to a nutritionist or get them signed up with the health coach, you know, providing them with resources and ways to be able to manage their care before it becomes a crisis. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I also think that, you know, if someone has a chronic illness, whether it be Parkinson's, MS, stroke, or anything like that, and they got more than three physicians, they need to call you. They Mm -hmm. need to go ahead and and call you because there's so many things that you have and knowledge that you have that you can do preventative uh, teaching, you can do expectation teaching, what you can expect down the road. You can do so much for someone who has a chronic illness, especially in right. those areas. Yeah. And a lot of the elderly, they may, they, a lot of them have these chronic diseases, mm-hmm. whether it's a type mm-hmm. of form of dementia mm-hmm. or they have a diabetes or they ha- are in renal failure and their families now these days yeah. We don't live all close together anymore. Not and so you want to <laughs> know, and you, you're trying to work your job and take care of yes. your own family. Yes. And then you have your parents you're worried about. So that's a great time to reach out to an advocate is someone to, what I like to do is I want to free them from worry, lessen their burden, right. take it off their plate. And right. that way they can take care of themselves, take right. care of their family and do their, and, you know, keep continue working on their job and whether it's taking care of themselves or their, their parents. Absolutely. And that's what our definition is of the sandwich generation. So I tell people when they ask me, cause they, some people have never heard of that term. So I guess we're used to it because we're in the medical field, but some people are like sandwich generation. What are you talking about? Well, those are those people who are still working busy lives. They have busy lifestyles, but you also have your kids and you also have your parents. So you're in the middle. So that's what the sandwich generation is for those folks that they don't even know they need an advocate, Angie, right? <laughs> no, because they're too busy. You know? And they're that's our busy. target market. So you mainly, you know, half my clients are it right there and they are stressed out. They got busy lifestyles, but then they also have mom and dad who have to go to their doctors. Mm-hmm. So that's the best time to reach out to Angie and find out about how she can help you ease that stress and that increase your knowledge and just help you along the way that journey because it's a journey. It is a journey and there's a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. And I've always tell people, anybody can be an advocate. Yes. And it's nice to have someone on your side, no matter what, if you yes. don't hire an advocate, I mm-hmm. recommend someone be another set of eyes and ears helping you out. Absolutely. But with advocates like ourselves who have experience, we can do it so much more efficiently just because yes. we have the knowledge in the background. Yeah. We're not afraid to call the doctors and talk to them. We're not nope. afraid to, to send out the resources no. that they might need and answer some of those difficult questions. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. You know, cause I noticed so many times in this field, you know, some of the people who are in the generation before us, <laughs> they okay. just don't want to ask those questions or certain questions, you know, so we can do that for you, you know, no problem. Yeah. It's a yeah, way they to feel do intimidated. It, you know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They feel intimidated. They're going to say the wrong words. 
the doctor comes in really fast and talks in a word salad to them. Mm -hmm. And I tell them, no, you haven't had a stroke. You did hear everything and understand, you know, comprehended it. You just Mm -hmm. didn't, it's just hard to decode all of that. So that's how we can make it easier for for them in those type of situations. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're in the Houston area and you can service the entire United States if it's, you know, virtual, of course, but if somebody is, Houston is huge. It's very big. And luckily I am centrally located and I'm actually really close to the med center. Uh So I can pop over there if I need to, um, to attend a couple of my elder clients. They like me to go with them on their appointments. Mm -hmm. And so I help them prepare and then we write write everything down. And then I keep a a chart of all of their vitals Mm -hmm. so I can watch it and track it and, um, and then have access to their chart, Mm -hmm. uh, and then that way it's close and I can pop over there with them without having to drive an hour away. Yeah. Yeah. And I had said this to myself, oh, I want to say <clears throat> two years ago that if I could have had an advocate when my mother was going through her trials of, you know, we didn't know what it was. And I'm a cardiac nurse, so I really didn't know neuro then. And so I had to go and re-educate myself. But I said to myself, man, if I could have a neurology nurse go to the doctor's visit so I can stay at work, you know, busy, busy mm-hmm. lifestyle. But what if I wasn't in healthcare at all? Right? Right. So I'm so happy for what you do. Um, it is just so greatly needed, especially in the Houston area. So chronic illnesses. Um, those with swallowing difficulties, those that have more than three physicians. <laughs> That's and right. Are in the Houston area, Angie is your girl. So let me ask you this also, if someone wanted to reach out to you to find out more about who is Angie Galatis, what services did you do you provide and how do you provide those services? What is the best way for them to reach out to you? Well, the best way is uh, they can email me at Angie. My name of my company is Medical Advocacy Plus. Uh, so they can reach me at my email, Angie at Medical Advocacy Plus, or my website. And on there, there's a contact me. Um, and if they email me or text me, uh, I can send them um, a link to my calendar for a 30-minute consultation to see if it's a good fit, if there's something I can do for them. Or like I said, go to my website. There's a link on there. You can just go right into that. Um, I'm also on social media. I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn and also Instagram. So I'm all over the place. And Angie has some great tips that she posts on her social media, just about just things in general, ear, nose, throat, things like that. And I look at them all the time and I learn something all the time. So Angie, before we leave, what is your phone number? Because you said that they could text you as well. Uh Uh-huh. It is 281-204-0017. Yeah. So you can find me, I put out usually almost every Tuesday at Medical Advocacy Tip Tuesday. And it's just little tips to help you think about things that you should do for your care. Speak up for your care. Great tips. Great tips. Yeah. 
Perfect. Well, Angie, thank you so much for your time uh, taking away from your busy schedule of advocating. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Health Chats Among Friends, where we bring you reputable resources from our local communities. Tune in next week for another amazing chat and another amazing guest. Thank you again, Angie Galatis, with Medical Advocacy Plus. Thank you, Deidre. This was wonderful. I love everything you do. And this is fantastic that you spread your word and you have included people in your group of chat with friends that we all can learn from one another. That's right. Mm -hmm. Good night. Good night.